Hello. Happy Halloween. Happy Bonfire Night. It's the Rock and Roll Football Spooky Podcast. Yeah, yeah, is it? Is it? Well, actually, the moment I said that, I realised there's zero spooky content in this at all. Yeah. There are no ghost schools or spectres. Uh, no. Barely a chat about bonfire night, really. But it's that sort of time when we just thought, or I thought, I, I took that decision unilaterally, I didn't mm, consult mm, my co-host, mm. that um, you, you're kind of in that zone and maybe listening to it at this time of year, you might think, oh, nice, thrills and chills. But I'm very sorry to report, actually, we've done nothing Halloween or, or bonfire night. There's one little well, nod yes. to it. Well, a little nod to it. I wouldn't want to give too much away about what no. happens with Roy's rants, but it's touched on. That's, it I mean, is touched, touched on. on at some point. But we had so much other stuff to talk about, Fordy. That's why. I mean, one one text we had that we didn't have even have time to read out on air simply reads, sugar is only soluble in water to around seven to eight spoons. After this, it will sit at the bottom of the cup. Ian from Wolverhampton telling us that. I mean, I think that if that's scientific fact, it's very interesting. That is testament to the quality of the interaction we get from our wonderful listeners that something that scintillating something that other shows would have made the centrepiece yeah, of their uh, exactly. of their three hours on air for us <laughs> it didn't even make the cut that's yeah. the quality you're about <laughs> to enjoy yeah. it'd be like going to a restaurant and seeing them throwing away fillet steaks you go are you out of your mind you go listen mate the rest of what we've got in there is yeah. even better you go I need to eat here all the time and of course yeah. unlike a steak restaurant this is free Yes, nice. We're not yes. charging you a fortune covering it in gold. This is the Salt Bay of podcasts. Yes! But you don't have to pay for it. Oh, if you don't know what Salt Bay is, Google it and just imagine <laughs> Dyson seasoning all his... Well, oh. maybe if you're having seven sugars in your tea, you oh, might put them in put like sugar Salt in Bay. My tea. Yeah, I put them in like that. I'm going to start doing that from now on. I'm doing it now. You can't see me, but I am. Well, Dyson is the sugar. I'm the salt. And we have seasoned this podcast, oh. hopefully in an optimum manner, so whether you like it sweet, whether you like it savoury, we hope it suits your palate. <laughs> Enjoy, sir. Or indeed, madam. Brace yourselves. It's time for the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. A whole load of games today, though, in the Premier League and Championship, and here to preview them, the man himself, Matt Dyson. Why, thank you. After another fascinating week in the Premier League with the return of Antonio Conte and the imminent new appointment of Eddie Howe at Newcastle, is the ex-Bournemouth boss the right man for a relegation battle, though? Or should they have got Big Sam in? No stranger to being pint of wined and dined by a shake. <laughs> Self-styled Red Adair relegation firefighter nice. was overlooked in favour of Howe, who you would imagine will have some money to spend in January. The Magpies are now, of course, the richest team in the world. Howe is being reunited with a lot of his former Cherries players though with Callum Wilson, Matt Ritchie and Ryan Fraser all being sold to the club not that long ago. It's almost like he planned this move years ago. Ooh. Newcastle don't play until half five this evening away at Brighton. Conte Spurs travel to Everton tomorrow. The Italians' ability to always win silverware will be tested to the limit at Spurs you'd imagine. Although he has brought a huge team with him. An eight strong inner circle reportedly <gasps> which includes his brother Jean Luca, his wife, Elisabetta, and a nutritionist. In the old days, it seemed like all the new manager needed was a no-nonsense Don Howe-style assistant and a kit man. But Conte does not mess about. <laughs> An early adopter of hair transplants, as he was, the former Juventus Italy and Chelsea manager. Always good value. He, he always gives good content. In fact, you could say uh, content is almost his name. <laughs> Just add an N and a T. Uh, he is content. Anyway, on to today's action. Uh, we finally 
found out God. what the mystery illness was that kept Mason Mount out of action last weekend. A problem with a wisdom tooth. He basically had to go to the dentist. It sounds like an excuse you'd use to get out of PE at school. But he is expected to return to action today with some of those little bits of cotton wool in his gums. <laughs> Certainly not the first uh, time a Premier League player has had some nitrous oxide. Uh, hopefully, the, <laughs> hopefully the hippie crack would have worn off in time for Chelsea's game at home to Burnley at three. Norwich are looking doomed already ahead of their trip to Brentford. The parachute payment loving yo-yoing canaries will have to make history if they're going to stay up and knock Daniel Farker up again. No team with two points or less after ten games has ever avoided relegation from the Premier League. We'll have all the three o'clock kickoffs: Palace Wolves, Championship, Scottish Premiership as well on Rock and Roll Football. Yeah, Dyson, superb. Well done, ran out mate. Of time at the end there. Ran out of time at the end there. But yeah, but I interrupted yeah. a couple of times, so I, I should it's just. It's fine. It's fine. I do love hippie crack. I mean, I'm, <laughs> I say I love it. I've never had it, and oh, I wouldn't yeah. ever recommend anyone taking it. But uh, seems a lot of professional footballers like a balloon. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I love it. I mean, I've never touched it, and you know, if you're listening, guys, don't try it. But I really like it. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Still 2-0 in that early kickoff. Manchester City dominating things now, Dyson. Yeah, it doesn't really look like there's any way back for Man United in this one. Very disappointing from them, um, you know. And another bad result for Oli. Oh, oh, dear. dear. Oh, they the go from like, on a terrible result to a great result to yeah. a terrible result. <laughs> it seems like this has been happening for a good year now. Like, oh, he saved his job. Oh, no, his job's under threat again. Oh, no, he saved it again. But now it's under threat again. He's like someone trying to get his diet under control. He's like, right, I'll, I'll have a burger and chips. And the following week, he's like, right, I'm having homemade veg yeah. soup. And the week after, he's like, you know what? I fancy a curry and a pint. Yeah. It's just like... He keeps having a blowout. <laughs> oh, <he>? no. Oh, <laughs> dear. Oh, but I love... There's something about United City. You know what I love? It's like England games in the build-up you're like you're guaranteed a clip of Johnny Marr Noel Gallagher Liam Gallagher oh, you know just yes. like the way that TV companies and stuff build it yeah, up yeah, yeah, there's a kind of Christmas feel to it yeah, I love it, certainly. And what a lovely birthday treat for you, Fordy, in Manchester Derby. Happy birthday, Thank Matthew. You very much. I'm very sorry that uh, my present hasn't arrived yet. I don't think it's arrived yet. You're flat, is it? Really? That old chestnut. Really bad. No, you're flat. Yeah, all one. right, we don't there all live in one. houses, mate. <laughs> hasn't arrived at your flat. <laughs> I wasn't having to go. I'm just saying sorry. There's not only specific details about my dwellings. <laughs> Hasn't arrived in your one-bedroom grief hole. In your upper floor apartment. <laughs> no, what? I don't actually know. Why um, did you add that detail? I Hasn't arrived at your flat. <laughs> all right. All got gardens, mate. One day, one day. It wasn't meant to be a diss. I'm so sorry. But it's very and kind. I'm sorry the present hasn't arrived because, I mean, you've bought me so many great presents over the years. I thought, finally, I'm going to get a 40-year present and it's late. So, don't worry well, about yeah, it. But you're always late, so it's like you, isn't it? Well, yes, I suppose so, yeah. yeah. I, I'm sure the present will be like you. It'll be late. And we'll, we'll have a beard and we'll breathe heavily. Like, what sort of gift is this? <laughs> be like one of those bulldogs or something. <laughs> but thank you very much. I've had a lot of chocolate. As you can probably tell, I've got a lot of energy. Usually yes. I bring in cookies to the studio for myself and producer Liam, and the one day I don't is my birthday because someone got me a chocolate pizza for my birthday. 
Oh, what? One of the Domino's ones? Well, not one of those, like a kind of, just a big wheel of chocolate, really, in segments. Rocky Road chocolate pizza. I'd eaten the whole thing before 10 in the morning. What? I gorged Dyson. And then cupcakes arrived. I had a couple of those. I'm like, you know when you eat a big meal and then you can't bear to look at the plate that you've just, do you know what I mean? Like, get it away from me. Wow, you're like Oli Gunnar Solskjaer on a five (laughs) team. Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. It's all over at Old Trafford, Matt Dyson. Yes, and it stayed 2-0 to Man City. United have lost to the Manchester derby in not very good circumstances for them. Never really looked like getting anything from the game. No, and it wasn't a great game of football in the end. No, no, it's quite quite dull, really. Very wet and quite dull. It was wet and boring. <laughs> yes, it was, yeah, certainly. <laughs> we can slag it off because it's over. All the games at three o'clock are going to be classics. Oh, they are, yeah. We've got some beauties to look forward to. Were you closing a window there or something? (laughs) No, no, I wasn't. Were you suddenly walking (laughs) off? Were you you in a corridor? What's going on? I wasn't walking off. Um, My wife just brought me a cup of tea again. (laughs) I've got no Mike Live light in the house, so she just wanders in. (laughs) You tell her that you're doing a live radio show, right? And I reach over. She knows. If only there was some way I could let her know I'm on air between (laughs) two and five. If only there was a way. Just sitting, sitting in a room talking to myself. Maybe I could just tell her. Maybe I could just tell her. Maybe I could. If the door's closed, I'm on air, then maybe I could chat to her in the songs and then. Yeah, I know. She's got no regard for it. You know, she does what she likes. She's Uh, a maverick. How'd you set your tea? (laughs) Uh, Milk and one, please. Oh, and I I imagine, and I don't want to be disrespectful, I imagine you've cut down. No, I've always had one. I've really? Had one. Yeah, yeah. You, you strike me as a more sort of milk and five kind of guy. Oh, God, no, no, it's horrendous. Any more than one is, is too much. Yeah, well, actually, spoon standing up, good point. How many sugars do you have in your tea or coffee? We're going to try and find the people who have the most. Text us now on 8, 12, 15. How many sugars do you have in your tea or coffee? And, sort of adjacent to that, what do you think is the optimum number? We are supporting Notts County, two boys from Nottingham, this randomised trial, and here we are, Dyson. But it's a tough game for them away. The Grimsby are top of the table in the National League. It's a really big ask. We could be supporting Grimsby, another team who wear black and white stripes next week. For Forest, our big rivals are Derby. Now, Notts County don't like us very much, but it was never really reciprocated as a rivalry, was it? I sort of, they're sort of like a nice little younger brother to us, really, are And they hate it when we say <laughs> that. That's that. the yeah, When yeah. I was a student, I would steward at County, and it was like, oh. I think it was like 20 quid cash in hand or something like that. So I had a bit of a quiff going on at the time, and my mate had a big nose, and like, yeah. away fans. I think it was like Plymouth or Shimmy Wedge were going, to me, Elvis, give us a wave. <laughs> Did you give him a wave? Yeah, I've never felt yeah. so alive. I mean, there was... There must have been two or three thousand people in that stand. I absolutely smashed it. It's one of the best gigs I've ever had. And a goal in our Glory Hunters game. Ah! Oh, he's there. Glory Hunters on Rock and Roll Football. 40. Who, who is it? Let me, I've got to text me ages County have scored. Not County are winning. In a major giant felling. Away at top of the table, Grimsby. Top of the table, Grimsby. I can't believe it. What an afternoon of football this is. Not County. We, our support has helped the mighty pies. Ruben Rodriguez in the 90th minute. Well, that's the story so far. Notts County play in the Cup tomorrow, so whatever happens, we'll be supporting them next weekend. We're delighted to be joined by the commercial and fan engagement executive for Notts County, Alice Kelk. Alice, welcome to the show. Thank you very 
pirates for having me. We are both Nottingham boys. We're both Forest fans, but we both have a lot oh, of yeah. love. Okay. A lot of love for Notts County. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm glad you followed that uh, up with that. <laughs> <laughs> first things first, how do you feel about Nottingham Forest? Um, do you know what? I, it, it's one of those things. We're a big club in Nottingham, and um, it, 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 they're always going to be a bit of a big brother, I suppose, aren't they? Um, but uh, I was born and bred in Nottingham, but I was always brought up to be a Notts County fan. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not the biggest fan, but uh, I can appreciate that they're uh, a big brother of ours. But that's so yes. cool that you get to work for a football club that you support as a kid. I mean, it must Absolutely. be a dream job. Yeah, yeah, it's... It, it's amazing. I feel very, very privileged and lucky to, to do the job that I do. And um, it will be in a massive occasion, fingers crossed, on Saturday. And fingers crossed we get the, all three points to help us along our way as well. And you're doing well in the league. You're in the playoffs at the moment. Obviously, everyone in the country wants you to be back in the Football League, the oldest yeah. Football League club in the world. It must feel very strange being out of the Football League. It, it does. Um, but to be honest... Shock, and it was a huge disappointment for supporters and the club in general for a staff when we did get relegated. But football's football, you know. You know when your season starts and you're well underway, you, you travel over the way, and it's football. It's still 90 minutes, whether you're in the football league or not. So uh, we're enjoying our time in the national league, but we do want to uh, get out as soon as we possibly can. A Meadow Lane. One of, uh, I mean, it's got to be. It's one of the best stadiums outside of the Premier League, let alone in the national league. It's massive, and also. Obviously known as the pies, but for years, and Dyson will back me up on this. When we were growing up, Notts County had the best pies in Britain. They were consistently oh, yes. voted the best in the country. Yeah, of course. Well, well, I would like to think we still are, to be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> it, it, it's a great stadium. We're very lucky to have the supporters that we do, and uh, you know, you know, we're hoping yeah. for a big crowd on uh, a week on Saturday. Great crowds, great getting oh, a lot of characters went to Madeleine. I really liked the wheelbarrow song. I never understood it. Oh, uh, do people still, still chant it? Oh, I love come it. Down in, come down in the cop stand. It's uh, so loud and proud. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> it's just I had a wheelbarrow. The wheel fell off. Repeat over yeah. and over again. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We want the wheelbarrow to stay on though, and hopefully we can get back in the football Yes. <laughs> Exactly, yeah, yeah. Ironic that there's, there's a song about the wheels falling off and then, and then yeah. I guess in a way that's what happened. Let's turn on the positive stuff, Alice. So what does your job involve um, being um, a commercial and fan engagement executive? So it's quite widespread, to be honest. So I do um, a lot of the hospitality at the club on a match day. Great. Sponsorship, player sponsorship, room board sponsorship, match sponsorship. Um, but then my fan engagement role is quite widespread. It's all supporter inquiries. Um, it's organised in fan events. Um, it's just, you know, liaising with supporters all the time in terms of the feedback, what nice. we can improve on. Um, and then as well, I, I look after the players going out into the community as well. So it's a hugely rewarding job. I'm very lucky. So hold on. I mean, Matt Dyson loves a freebie. We're, we're talking yeah. to someone who does the hospitality at County. Yeah, I mean, if, I know, yeah. You know, we're giving Notts County a lot of national coverage here. <laughs> Is there, without sounding like a Conservative MP, yeah. is there a kind of quid pro quo for the um, <laughs> coverage? Oh, outrageous. I would love to welcome you into our yes! hospitality. Come on! Oh, let's do it. Let's do it! Yes! Freebies! Oh. We're doing the show live from Madeleine, everyone. As long as you then can go back on, back on air the following week and say how brilliant it was.
Yeah, I mean, having not experienced it at all, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Happy to do that for like a free it's pie a and a pie. <laughs> Woohoo! It's a deal. Alice, this has oh, been the best yes. one yet. Thank you so much. <laughs> you won't be a, a, an Ossian Forest supporter after this, don't worry. You'll be you a buzz! Oh, you <laughs> Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. I think we might support Buxton. I think perhaps we should Ooh. because they've had a very strange build-up to their FA Cup game today. They're playing York City. It's the first time they've made the first round proper since oh. 1962. Right? Wow. But in the run-up to the game, there are two managers who were doing really well this season. Uh, the manager has been sacked uh, because he'd booked a holiday with his family. Right? <laughs> he booked a holiday with his family and he couldn't cancel it because they wouldn't get a refund because they'd, be, they'd kept rear arranging it during COVID. He was like, well, I need to take this holiday. I know we've got to the FA Cup first round, but I've got to go on holiday with my family. And so Gary Hayward and Mark Ward, who are both going on holiday together, have been sacked just before <gasps> the biggest game in the club's history because they they put a family holiday ahead of this but FA Cup game. So what, they're joint so managers or that's manager and assistant? Yeah, I think they're like manager and assistant. And yeah, they're going on holiday so. together? Yeah, they're, fr- they're, fr- they're friends, you know. So it's a f- I think there's obviously a few families involved all going away together. Oh, yeah. If they cancel it, they've got, they're going to lose the That's money. That's it, we've so got it's it. It's quite a quandary, it's quite a quandary, isn't it, really? It's Buxton, <laughs> yes! The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. We're asking you how many sugars you have in your tea or a coffee. And a, and a wide range of answers, Dyson. Yeah, certainly. Yeah, a lot of people very angry about having any sugar in your tea. Mm. Here. Some people saying zero, no sugar is the way forward. You should never have any sugar in your tea. Uh, but then you have on the other side someone, Tim in Hastings, who has his tea black with three sugars. So, you know, uh, John from Shetland, I have two sugars in my coffee. It's not answering about tea for but some reason. Black tea with three sugars seems kind of the worst of all worlds. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, I suppose there's no dairy, but I mean, yeah, mm. I, I think you need the sugar to make it sort of palatable, perhaps. So 20 yeah. years ago, maybe even 10 years ago, the thought of the majority would have been saying five sugars. Yeah, and a bacon sandwich yeah. is the only way to enjoy a cup of tea. And now it's like the even suggestion. Yeah. I mean, I haven't had sugar in tea or coffee for years. Although well, I do make an exception. You know, if you go out for a nice dinner and then they do coffees at the end, I'll have. Oh, treat have a bit yourself! Of, I'll have a, a brown sugar cube in there. Yes, a little <laughs> lump, a sugar lump. Love it. Yeah, a lovely a little pick me up, isn't it? After, yeah. after a heavy it's meal, not, coffee with nice. a bit of sugar. Another insight into your gout history there. Uh, All right, tell us about. Birthday. You can't be nasty to me on my Stop bullying me on my birthday. Mum, he's bullying me on my birthday. Tracy's been in touch, said I have less than half a sugar. I mean, what's the point? A you quarter? Know, yeah. I have a couple yeah. of friends that have 16, 16 sugars. 16. Oh, I think Bob Mortimer famously used to have 16. 16 is a, I mean, it must affect the consistency of it. It must become like That's absolutely grim. It's just but a yeah. sticky toffee pudding at that stage. Yeah. Oh, it's this. Must be so viscose. <laughs> what would Chris Whitty say? Come on. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Today, of course, was United against City. Noisy neighbours, Manchester City were once called by Alex Ferguson. Yeah. And Dyson, you know, it kind of mm. got me thinking. 
yeah, about yeah. like neighbours. Yeah, <laughs> and I don't know yeah. if you've ever had noisy neighbours. Uh, yeah, I've, I've had quite nice neighbours over the years, but I've had some weird, strange neighbours. I'd say rather than noisy. Um, one guy who used to just barbecue all the time. He was an extreme <gasps> barbecuer. What? And it was like he used to do his turkey at Christmas wow. outside in a barbecue. But did he have so like he an was, awning or a, or a gazebo? No. Or uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He sort of had a little sort of makeshift gazebo thing that he'd stand over. But any, any, t- all weathers, he was an extreme barbecuer. And obviously, I mean, it's all right in the summer smelling a barbecue over your garden fence. But when you're hanging out your washing and you've got some uh, barbecue fumes coming out of <laughs> in January, you know, it's not great. Is you it? know what? Come on, Lenore and Comfort and those <laughs> other brands. Why have yeah. you never done a barbecue neighbor <laughs> smell <laughs> detergent? I would love that. Yeah, yeah, but he was quite annoyed. I suppose, actually, he kept chickens as well. He had a bar- he barbecued them all the time, and he had his own chickens. So God, must be macabre for the poor chickens to then <laughs> yeah, be in exactly, a coop yeah. at one end and then see him uh, barbecuing meat at the yeah, other. Yeah, he was sort of goading them from the side <laughs> of the garden. Horrible, horrible scenes. And was it, was uh, it but, his own chickens he was cooking? No, no, I think he did. He got he got used them for eggs, but there was one cockerel that was very noisy, obviously, in the morning, first thing in the morning. So, yeah, he was noisy and wow. slightly annoying. Yeah. Beat that. I mean, it doesn't necessarily have to be a noisy neighbour, but in honour of City versus United earlier today, tell us about the worst neighbours you've ever had. You're listening to the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. You know what I've just remembered, Tyson? Yeah. Leylandi. Ooh. Do you remember that? What What about it? The, the, the plant in the garden? Or yeah, wasn't that the sort of... Remember, the sort of late 90s was like the the neighbourly disputes. That was uh, the... I mean, it, yes. was, it was on the news how much. Yeah. It was actually a fast-growing hedge tree, and it yeah. would block out light. In fact, it got to the point, I seem to remember, the government had to issue a pamphlet for guidance on how yes. neighbours could deal with each other's Leylandi. Leylandi under control, wasn't it? Why, did you have a problem with this? No, it was just, I was just thinking of neighbourly disputes. <laughs> Text us on 1215 if you had a Leylandi. If you've ever, firstly, if you possess Leylandi and if it led to a neighbourly dispute. But that was the one, wasn't it? We had, I mean, I've had so mm. many crazy neighbours in my life <laughs> from the kind of chaotic... Yeah. There was one guy who used to snip our washing line. What? What was the point in that? That's outrageous. Yeah, that was what? daft. Then there was... i tell you what, actually, in a weird way, that's easier to deal with than a, a couple of flats ago we lived in one where the guy downstairs was moaning to the landlord about noise. We're like, what is it? It was like, oh, you're just walking around. He's like, well, you can't solve that. I'm not going to not walk around my flat. <laughs> it's the and floorboards that are the night, problem. Well, yeah. yeah, but then at night, they would just play music really loud. I'm like... What is your problem? That you, he was like, oh, during the day. I was like, that's you're not allowed to complain about walking around during the day. Like if it was three in the morning, then maybe fine. But during the day. How does he want you to get around your flat? I mean, what are you supposed to do? Uh, sort of like hot, get some sort of things to hang from the ceiling on? Or I mean, I don't uh, like monkey bars? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go all like Anne Robinson on it. But basically, when the landlord got in touch, I pushed back firmly. Yes, and quite right. within weeks, that guy and his girlfriend had split up. 
Oh, dear. Yeah, it drove them apart. <laughs> and I said, I'm rift. not surprised. He, look at what he's like with us, and he doesn't even know. Imagine what that yeah, guy's like to live with. Yeah. Oh, wow. oh, the fridge door's too loud. Oh, this or that. You're like, there's a certain amount of noise you just have to suffer in life. It's when people are, like, yeah, being disrespectful. Yeah. Oh, him walking around again. Oh. Oh, I must have been that guy's nemesis, and I didn't even know. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here he is, two in the afternoon. He's putting the kettle on. Oh, will these yobs never learn? <laughs> We're talking about bad neighbours. <laughs> neighbours from hell. I love programmes that are neighbours from hell when neighbours go bad, all that sort of thing. Yeah, Nightmare yeah. neighbour next door. Uh, Texting your neighbours from hell stories on 8-12-15. Kirk has been in touch. He said, I had this one neighbour. I think he was a radio host. Every time I used to have a barbecue, which was, to be fair, quite a lot, he used to moan his backside <laughs> off. His moaning and sulking got so much, he gave my chickens anxiety. <laughs> Yeah, as if, as if. I didn't complain, to be fair. I was very good about it. I let him live his life. <laughs> Would you ever make passive-aggressive comments? Would you go, oh, I wish I barbecued oh. as much as you did, mate? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, another barbecue, is it? Oh, it's not the, really the weather, is it? Surely. But, you like yeah, bump yeah. into him in the post office, be like, I didn't recognise you without a, a charred animal in front of you, Dave. How are you doing? <laughs> didn't recognise you without the stench no. of charcoal meat. It was fine. Do you have barbecues, by the way? In the olden times of, like, the 1980s, the food was so thick with charcoal, it must have been terrible for us. Yeah, Sausages know, were jet black. And they were deliberately... And the chicken was raw on the inside and black on the outside. They were grim. But, you know, he did... Ha- he had a lot of different <laughs> barbecues, so he... Used- oh, yes, yes! <laughs> Yes! I know by the pitch of that noise that Nottingham Forest yes! has scored for yes! Lewis, Lewis Graben scoring a penalty, one up against Preston. He's done it for my birthday. Oh, no. Oh, wait, what? Wait, wait. what? 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 Yes, 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 no, no, yes. Oh, yes, my yes, word. Yes, sorry, Dyson! No, no. <laughs> it was a heart attack. <laughs> oh, yes. The Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. Ladies and gentlemen, very excited. It's time now. Please give it up for the halftime entertainment. Well, what a special guest today for our halftime entertainment. The former host of rock and roll football, Rob Beckett. Beckett, welcome home. I, do you know what though? That was what an intro. But he might have had some disappointed Russ Williams fans. I'm sorry, So Beckett, you got a book yeah. out, man. You're an author. Yeah, yeah, I am. I, I'm an author, mate. I'm a proper grown-up. Wrote it all myself, Matt. Um, but yeah, I've sent you a copy. Have you had it yet? I need to send one to Dyson as well. Yeah, you haven't sent me one yet. Yeah. I mean, oh. I, it's doing really well. It's on like the top sellers list as well. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Sunday Times best-selling author, guys. Wow, amazing. It amazing. So yeah. it, the book is about class. Does, does that mean you have to accept that you're middle class now? Well, that's the thing, isn't it? I, I live in a middle-class lifestyle, but, um, you know, I've got middle-class characteristics. Do you know what I mean? Like, you're not really middle-class. You're going to have quite a mass, though, are you? That's, that's the mm. thing. Well, it depends, because a lot of middle-class people, people might do that to, like, am oh, I God who went to a great pie and mash place? <laughs> yeah. Like, literally. It's so real, yeah, so I'm, gritty. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm culturally working class, but in the economic kind of thing, I'm definitely middle class now. But I think if you're off the telly, you go into a new little different world. You're not really middle class. You're that sort of... It's like a weird little portion of the world that you exist in. Well, it's like being a like, footballer, isn't it? They're still working class, but they've got lots of money. 
Well, yeah, I've got enough money. In the That's what he's saying, basically. He's That's loaded. He's Let the word go out. Beckett is loaded. <laughs> Loads of money. I'm doing all right, lads. That's what I'm saying. I go to a pie right. mash shop, but I buy yeah. it. You know what I mean? I'm working class, but I'm also middle class. Meh. <laughs> I want a pint of liquor. Why? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So how did you find writing a book? Like, did you, I presume you just like sort of went to an office, did it on a laptop? Yeah, I mean, cool, you're a brilliant interviewer, yeah. You oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I've got insight, I've got insight. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, basically, I, well, the book's about class, it's about, like, expectations of uh, the working classes and stuff. And um, most people get a ghostwriter, don't they, really? Especially athletes, because they, they're normally the working class people that, get um, sort of known and notoriety so they get ghostwriters so I sat down and did it on my own it's very difficult but that was part and process of the book so it's all about class but it is funny as well there's some, there's some showbiz sort of anecdotes to keep people happy <laughs> it is funny as well it's funny it is funny like make you laugh like buy it it's like a lecture a whole book about labour do be a favour hey 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 look that was a that was a serious oh, book I've got stories about Stephen Hawking mugging me off at a party <laughs> <laughs> hey Rob, as well. You've also uh, tell me the pictures from your childhood are in the book because you've got yes. a fantastic yeah. array. <laughs> yeah. Well, what's quite exciting about well, I was morbidly obese and awkward and with glasses and terrible hair as a teenager. Um, uh, not much has changed. I'm just older now. But um, <laughs> you know, the photos are all in there of me looking really awkward, awkward teenager. And what's quite exciting is with a book, there's about a million people that have to look at, do the edit and make sure there's no spelling mistakes. With the book photo captions, I sent it all off thinking, oh, they'll all edit that and tell me I can't put it in because some of it's really outrageous. They just yeah. left it in. Wow. <laughs> oh, so nice. That's, that's the only bit that's not... That, that's, I, I definitely think I might get in trouble with the captions. Well, buy it for the captions. Yes. Yeah. Or just flick through it and look at the photos. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, just, but, but just buy it, all right? Just buy it oh, and yeah. add to the, the massive wad of cash that he's got. It's <laughs> a oh, pile of money in his back garden. With a book, you get paid in advance anyway, so even if you do buy oh, yeah. it, I won't get any oh, more money. True. Okay, yeah. don't buy yeah. it. Don't, don't buy it. <laughs> Why are you doing Get it from a library. Get it from a library. Nick it. Yeah. Go out and nick <laughs> it. Buy one copy and share it between your family. <laughs> oh, Rob. I'm not in it for the <laughs> Finally, before we let you go, very quickly, obviously yeah. you're an Arsenal fan. How do you feel about yeah. how things are going this season? Well, it's weird, actually. It's sort of like everyone sort of wanted Arteta to go, but he's actually done quite well recently. But it feels, it feels a bit like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer when, you know, he was he started doing a bit better and everyone wanted him to stay. But then the hard mm. still wanted him to be sacked. So I still, I think Arteta's doing well, but I still don't think, if you want to be a top club, you need to have a manager that's, managed at the top level not been the assistant coach so I still not. I still think we need a proper manager that's got you know, Rob that was a very fair answer you really are a class act <laughs> oh, oh beautiful you're on fire <laughs> <laughs> you're fire mate keep, keep, keep going you're get Saturdays off soon <laughs> <laughs> cheers Becky oh, see you soon nice. mate love you lad bye love bye. you Matt Matt and you rock and roll football 
We're talking about problem neighbours. Keep your stories coming in. 8, 12, 15. Beat this one. The same house next door to me always had noisy people, but the worst was the quietest, as it turned out to be a cannabis factory. Somebody attached to the smells and humidity came into my house. <laughs> oh, no. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, isn't it? There you go, the old adage. But imagine the smell of that, living next door oh. to a cannabis factory. <laughs> Dear. Yeah, I think it's, it's quite an obvious smell, isn't it? Really, <laughs> you know, it's thought. like the opposite. You know, in the estate agents say if you want to smell, if you want to smell your house, if you want to sell your house, yeah, yeah, make sure there's the smell of baking bread or something like that. It's like if you coffee, don't yeah. want to smell your house, <laughs> make it stink <laughs> of cannabis. Yeah, turn the hydroponics on. Yeah. Although some people might like it, they might go, you know what? I could live next door mm. to that. I yeah. wonder if they kind of got like secondhand smoke, like passive. Oh, yeah, I wonder if it had that sort of effect on them. Passive stoning. (laughs) Is that a thing? It is is now. Is that what you call it? Matt, Matt and you. Rock and roll football. Something annoyed you this week? Need to get it off your chest? Email it to football at absoluteradio.co.uk and one of the Roy's will rant about it. Hodgson and Keane at your service. Roy's rants on rock and roll football. But which Roy shall it be today in the seance of the living? Keen on form after the uh, Manchester derby, saying he would shake Oli Gunnar Solskjaer and say, why do you keep playing Fred? But will we get him or Hodgson today? Alan Carroll on Twitter would like to know Roy's thoughts on the whole Halloween bonfire night thing. Trick-or-treaters, bonfires, fireworks, etc. Is he in favour? Roy, over to you. Skeptical about what's going on. Whatever. I can't help feeling, but the, the two feasts have been conflated. The uh, Halloween, yeah, yeah. of course, all Hallows Eve are biblical principles. The night before All Saints Day, or any God-fearing people, church goes to people went to Catholic school, or did any denomination of Christian church. And uh, bonfire night, British oh, thing. A lot of Catholics may not be happy with that either. You know, the persecution of an Irish martyr. I don't want to get into the politics of religion of Guido folks and the people who stood on Parliament and were plotted the downfall of this great nation or indeed the people who governed it at the time. I don't want to get into politics or religion of it. I'm all in favour of it. I mean, I've got to tell you, you know, I'm a patriotic man, but, you know, all festivals, you know, countries all over the world, you know, New Year's Eve, Hong Kong Day, they have, uh, you know, fireworks things. I like seeing them go up in the air. I like being underneath them going, ooh. I don't like it when they're too loud. You go, ooh. Bloody hell. Like, scare me out of my bones, you know. Come on. I like looking at them. Oh, you expect to be better, though. I like the smell of it as well. Yeah. Oh, wake yeah. up in the morning, you smell the smoke in the air. Oh. <laughs> Feels like wintertime. I'll put on my big coat and I'll yeah. start listening to Martin Offerow albums. Oh. <laughs> Drinking the festive beer, you know. Oh, part of Young's Winter Whale. Oh. Quite open oh. fire. Oh. A couple of doggies running around. <laughs> I mean, obviously, feel sorry for the doggies on Bonfire. You know, if it was just restricted to the one night. 
Oh, oh, I think I'll be like over. You know, you know, get to this part of the year, you know, people letting off fireworks. Uh, but neighbours of mine the other day letting off fireworks at 4pm. Yeah. And that's not an noise issue. They are barely visible in the sky. You know, they need the yeah. relief of a <laughs> dark background in order to fully appreciate <laughs> the stash of explosives that you've bought from one of those pop-up shops near... Always near a traffic island. <laughs> Why always near an island? I've never understood that. Fireworks here! But, you know, we're right on a main road to so make a quick yeah. getaway once it's the 6th of November. I mean, I, I guess the same as anything, Matt. You know, my advice is always enjoy the these feast days responsibly. Yeah. Be very careful with explosives. As I say to a lot of my players, don't bring explosives into the dressing room. <laughs> they can be a very divisive hobby. Yeah. Wow. But on the whole, I'm in favour of it. I think it's important to recognise your history. And if that involves setting things on fire and watching them explode in the air, that will be it, but I do feel for the cats and dogs, and indeed, <laughs> the water voles and uh, the wild animals, the alpacas, the owls of this country, and indeed the planet, who cower in fear just because Dave and his mates want to set off a few whiz-baggers and fizz-poppers, or whatever they're called. So enjoy it. I ain't no killjoy, but think of them animals. Kicking you into shape. It's the Rock and Roll Football Podcast. Someone here says, My neighbour complains about everything. The noise the kids make at the school that's behind us, my music on in the garage when I'm messing about with scooters. (laughs) 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 What are you doing to those scooters? And the way people park the cars in the street. In a minute, it's leaves blowing all over. Also, she complains about the squirrels digging in her garden. Ha ha. What she doesn't know is I'm putting peanuts out for the squirrels just to give her something else to twist on about. Twist on. That is. Is that. What a can you be prosecuted for luring squirrels? <laughs> for giving someone reason to twist on about something. I love the way that's worded. What an amazing text. But surely, if you're. I mean, I, I'm kind of on his neighbour's side. If you're secreting peanuts mm. in the garden, that's a level yeah. of provocation. But how do you. What, what is that? Squirrel wrangling? Squirrel luring? Is there, yes. Are there local bylaws against this? Yeah, using the squirrels to his own evil ends. Yeah, it's not on. I wonder what flavour peanut. I mean, I mean, I'm guessing just unsalted. You don't want to give him like Nobby's nuts. Plain, sort of chilly heatwave. The poor oh, yeah. squirrels. Imagine a squirrel eating like spicy food. Oh, send them wild. <laughs> oh, but you know what? You know, sometimes when you go to a restaurant and they're like, yeah. "Oh, this is like corn-fed chicken," and you taste it, you're like, "Oh, you can nice. actually taste it." Imagine mm. if. In yeah. an ethical way, they're like, "Oh, this is curry-fed squirrel," yeah. and it kind of and the, <laughs> and the flavour marinated from within. With yes, spiciness. Yeah, that's a great idea. And if you want to eat squirrel, that is. Yeah, I I've had rabbit. Have you ever had squirrel? I've had rabbit, not squirrel. I've had pigeon, I think, but um, yeah, I wasn't a big fan. I had rabbit ravioli once in Stoke. Oh, beat that, oh, Dyson. You know how to live. <laughs> the Rock and Roll Football Podcast with Matt Ford and Matt Dyson. A massive goal in the FA Cup oh, first Oh, my Lord, I cannot believe it. Buxton have scored at York 
They're 1-0 up. Um, Diego Di Giraloma. Uh, I've pronounced that completely wrong. Uh, but, uh, I think you got the am- D bit, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what an amazing turnaround. After their managers were sacked in the build-up to this game, their first, their biggest game in 60 years, their managers were sacked because they went on holiday because they had one booked and didn't want to lose the money. I mean, it's just amazing. And they're on course to win in the first round proper of the FA Cup. What a story. In Scotland, we mentioned this fixture earlier, it's now Hearts 5, Dundee yeah. United 2. Amazing. Goals galore in that one. Nottingham Forest still cruising to a 3-0. Bit. I mean... Obviously, a couple of years ago, we were talking about Forest a lot when we were doing well, and then we kind of went a bit quiet yeah, when it yeah. went down the other end. But the turnaround under Steve Cooper now, it's like Jekyll and Hyde. Like, we were the amazing, worst team in Britain. He comes in, and all of a sudden, we're just winning all the time, or at least equalising late to make sure we don't get beat. They are playing with smiles on their faces, aren't they? Once again, the shackles are off. Uh, they're loving life. All you need to do is see a quick change of manager. And this new manager bounce seems to be lasting as well. That's the amazing thing. And you never in the championship, you're never too far away from the playoffs once you string a, th- a few results together. Simon says, I lived in a flat in High Wycombe. Uh, the type of flat that when your neighbours were home, you knew about it. It's basically every <laughs> flat in Britain. Some people yeah. moved in above me and they were the noisiest people. It wasn't musical parties, just everything they did, they did at full volume. Slamming doors, uh, shouting when they made right. phone calls. They even cooked noisy. Simon, I think you might be the problem here. They're just leading their lives. Sensitive ears, yeah. She even used to ram the vacuum cleaner into the walls. I mean, that's just the noise it makes. I kept complaining wow. to them, the landlord and the lease company, in the end he had enough and boot them out they held me responsible and in their final act they moved out on a saturday at 3 a.m simon i'm on their side (laughs) dyson where do you stand on this um yeah i think simon's a bit too sensitive yeah i sort of i i like to cook noisily you know to shake the pan around to scrape it on the hob and make a lot of noise when expressing oneself and who does simon think he is to tell them to keep quiet they're just going about their day-to-day lives it's like your old neighbor from earlier when you say you like to express yourself and be noisy when you're cooking, what sort yeah. of stuff are we talking about? Well, just like banging pans around. You you're know, a pan flom- banger. Flom- I never had you down as a pan banging. banger. Oh, when I'm mashing potatoes, I make an absolute racket. <laughs> <laughs> you it's have the least, to. But it's the softest <laughs> no. thing. No, because I it's whack, like a noise cancelling food. The masher down, the metal masher. I whack it down to get rid of any lumps. Well, you know, you've got to. Who'd have thought it? It's taken us years and we finally found out Dyson is a pan banger. That sounds awful. I've only just realised it sounds appalling. Rock and roll football. Podcast done. Was that podcast to your liking, sir? Oh, absolutely delicious. Compliments to the producer. Thank you. I I shall pass that on. Uh, Anything more we can do for you, sir? No, I think I'm, I'm very happy. I'll, I'll leave my 10% tip in the form of a review on iTunes uh, and a five-star rating. 10%? Yeah. I didn't know you were yeah. a type bugger, sir. You think that's... Um, 10%, yeah. 10%. I, I, I remind, sir, that as this podcast is free, 10% of nothing is indeed nothing. Oh. Oh, yes, that's true. OK, well, I'll, I'll leave a £10 note on the table for you. Very kind, sir. Well, <laughs> and, and do you often listen to podcasts alone, sir? Is that what you 
Uh, yes, always, I'd say. I very mm. rarely list them to them in company. Yeah, always. On a commute uh, or something like that, yeah, or on the train, you know. Um, that's how I tend to consume my podcasts. But uh, Splendid, yeah, so. sir. Excellent podcast behaviour, sir. Thank you, sir. And I always leave a review because a lot of people don't. A lot of people can't be bothered. You know, they enjoy the podcast, but they don't want to put it down in writing. And, and they should. More people should, I believe. So I, 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 you listen to the show regularly. I'm sure you know that I am the picture of British manners. But I, if permitted to offer an opinion in this mm. arena, let me say this. I cannot believe that there are people out there that would enjoy this podcast for free, that not only wouldn't not review it, but would give you anything less than five stars in written reviews, they'll be getting out the iTunes chart. Do you understand what I'm mm, saying? Yes, I know, I know. It all counts, doesn't it? It all helps. It does. Mm, mm, yeah. If only everyone was like you, sir. Uh, yes. Now, uh, where, what have you done with my coat? I want to leave now. I've sold it. <laughs> well, I haven't sold it so much. We used it as a, as a doggy bed for the local Pitbull Rottweiler Cross. It gets very aggressive and it likes to sit down on something that it smells like itself. And your coat was the nearest thing. <laughs> OK. Uh, I think I might withdraw that £10. Thank you so much, sir. Please leave. This, this has been a very weird... Please the leave <laughs> okay, bye, the podcast. Bye. You are not welcome like here. Dream. Please like leave. Dream. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dyson, how's it going? Yeah, all right, mate. Yeah, good. What's going on? Yeah, Did he throw you out the podcast, that guy? I sort of... No, no, I just sort of had a weird sort of daydream. Uh, <laughs> Where's your coat? Where's your coat? <laughs> I don't know. I lost it. It's disappeared. It what? was here earlier, but now it's gone. Right, should we, um, do you want to go and listen to, like, a sweeter podcast, just as an amuse-bouche? Yeah, palate cleanser, that's what we need. Let's get out of here. Come on. <laughs> 